my name is Lily Hugenberg and welcome to today's episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. Before I start, if you can interact with the podcast in any way by giving it a rating or a review or a follow, that would be amazing. It really helps my podcast grow organically and I'm very thankful to every single one of you who have done it so far. So, today, five ways to stop procrastinating. Now, a lot of you who are listening to this probably think of yourself as being lazy or a procrastinator, <laughs> which I definitely am as well. And I say, oh, I go, I'm, a la- I'm so lazy, I'm a procrastinator, I procrastinate, da, 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 da. Initially, that was what I said all the time, basically. But what I want you to do before I even start, I want you just to say to yourself, I'm not lazy and I'm not a procrastinator. Because if you identify with being lazy or a procrastinator, you're going to act the way you think you are, which is just everything. If you, let's say you're an athlete, you're going to act like an athlete. You're going to work out, you're going to eat well, whatever you have to do to be an athlete. If you're not an athlete, then you probably won't do all of those things that you are meant to be doing to be an athlete because you're not an athlete. Same with if you're being lazy and you say you're lazy, you're going to do lazy things subconsciously. That's how it works, basically. So right now, I just want you to say to yourself, I'm not lazy, I'm not a procrastinator, and I'm not being like, be in denial about whatever you have going on. (laughs) But it's to do with your identity dictating your actions. And if you identify with it, it dictates what kind of actions you take that identify with your the person you think you are really so if you say I am lazy I am a procrastinator what I want you to say or change your second thought if the first thought comes to your head because you can always change your second thought not normally your first thought but I want you to say I used to be lazy and I used to be a procrastinator because you're not one anymore not after listening to this episode (laughs) you're going to really I've got five tips for you basically that are going to really help you with your procrastination and your laziness that have helped me come out of my little hole of procrastination with all my work and anything that I don't necessarily want to do and with that these five tips have definitely helped me so number one stop lying to yourself that's the first one (laughs) if you're an alcoholic let's say the first step is really to admit that you are an alcoholic and if you admit that you're lazy and after what I've just said now about the identity thing it seems like it contradicts it a bit but it doesn't at all if you admit that you have been lazy you go right yes I have been lazy I have been a procrastinator it takes away that whole identity thing and it's we're not taking it as an identity because we all like to blame our external environments. So you, if you say that you're lazy, you're kind of blaming it on the laziness. Like you are, it's, it's because I'm lazy. It's not, it's just because you have been lazy and that's what you have been doing. It doesn't mean that you are lazy. That's just what you've been doing. So let's not blame our external environment for this. First of all, let's just admit that that's what we've been doing. You go, right, I have been lazy. admitting it is the first step basically and it's what any recovery step and I'm making this sound really dramatic but it's something that can if you're not lazy and if you're not a a procrastinator and you get on with things productivity is at a high your energy will be higher your the things you, you get a lot more done if you don't procrastinate and I'm sure you know this because procrastination is based off knowing that you will do it once this happens this happens like knowing that it will get done 
and it'd probably get done sooner if you didn't keep scrolling and if you didn't keep pressing that next episode or whatever you do so number one is stop lying to yourself and just admit it which is very healthy to admit that yes you have been a bit lazy recently but you want to fix it otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this so number two is to make bite-sized goals a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step now this is an amazing this is an amazing piece of advice because if i said to you i want to make a hundred thousand dollars well hundred thousand (laughs) pounds this year i wouldn't really that sounds very overwhelming and it sounds very daunting and it sounds very uninviting and makes me not want to do it however if i said right i have to let's say send a few i have to send emails out let's say if that's my job, I don't know. I have to send out, let's say, a hundred emails in however many days. Then, well, let's say that I have to send out a hundred emails in ten days. I go right, okay. I can send ten emails a day. That's breaking it down, because if I do ten emails in ten in ten days, I will then get to the hundred emails. But then let's break that down further. And today I have 10 to do. I'll start with the first one now and do one email at a time. Now, if I said to you, right, you're going to make, you need to make £100,000 this year, or can you send out 10 emails today? Sending 10 emails out today sounds a lot more inviting, a lot better to, you just, it sounds more encouraging more motivational more just inspiring really so what this step really requires you to do is to figure out what your long-term goal is let's say you're in school or you're at a job and you want to maybe reach a salary or a grade you look at that and you go right how can i get there right i need to get to this point work let's work backwards and break down the steps into smaller chunks that you can have if I gave you a big plate of food I wouldn't expect you to eat it all in one mouth or you would break it up into small chunks so if we can't do that with our goals but we can with food we need to have a look at how we can do that with our goals and what we aspire to do so number three is then to find your why and why and the reason why you do all that you do everything is a lot easier if you have a why and you may say well how do I find my why let's say you want to make a hundred thousand pounds this year you go right okay why do I want to make a hundred thousand pounds well I want to have money well why do you want to have money well I want to have freedom well why do you want freedom well I never had much freedom with my money when I was younger Well, why was that well my parents maybe didn't let me spend much money and I didn't make much of my own money and I had their money well why does that make you feel like you need money now well I feel like I want to be free and spend money the way I want to spend money well why is that and you know you keep going and if you keep just asking yourself why it's like a tiny little therapy phone call with yourself and you keep finding your why and at the end you're left with a goal well you're left with a a why really it's you're left with something that you didn't really know was the reason why you're doing all of this but you look at it now and you go right if I can do this for this reason 
it will get me out of bed in the morning it will make me turn off netflix if i remind myself of my why i know why i want to actually do what i want to do and that is where you don't even think about procrastinating or being lazy if your why is strong enough then the how will figure it out itself and once you find your why and your need and the why you care so much and your need to care more than you do now you will find that procrastination isn't an option and it's not a necessary it's just it just isn't a thing anymore because you care so much about it then that is all you need to do so the next thing is number four is to remove distractions this is a big thing and i know everyone's thinking oh yeah my phone yeah well it's a massive thing the great the, the great story that i have which i'm sure happened has happened to all of you is I'll be doing work at my desk and I had a day the other day where I was very, very productive and my phone was nowhere near me. It was actually downstairs because I'd left it there from when I was playing music. And I came upstairs and I did work. I think it was for about three hours I was doing work. Well, I took a few breaks, but I wasn't on my phone. My phone was not even in... I was all the way upstairs. I wasn't going to go walk all the way downstairs. And my phone was downstairs, so I couldn't really... didn't want to go down. And everything was where I needed it to be and I took my breaks and I did so much loads of stuff done and then all of a sudden I had to phone one of my friends and it was at around one o'clock and then I brought my phone back up with me and I sat it down next to me on my table and I was doing work and I found myself literally in half an hour I'd picked my phone up eight times we know we've all done it you think you've got a message oh no you don't oh wait I'm scrolling oh wait let's put it down let's do some work oh wait I think I saw something like I, I like I saw like a, you know when you like see the reflection of your phone you think it's a message but it's just the light <laughs> that is the when it's just dangerous basically and with that you know everyone knows that our phones are basically made and there are people whose real life jobs and are paid to make your phones more addicting and more just keep you on there for as long as possible no matter what you do so when you're not doing something when you're doing something you know is important or when you're doing anything that requires your attention put your phone in a different room because if if you've well for me if i even identified as a little bit lazy i know that putting it in on a whole different level whole different room whole different box whole different you know somewhere i'm gonna have to really have a lot of effort to go you know all the way downstairs to go and get it out of the drawer whatever i have to do I'm not going to do that if I've only got a five minute break and with that you know there's there's no way I'm going to be going on my phone if I'm not going to be near it because when it's with you your mind knows it's there and it knows it can go on it if it wants to go on it because it's right there and there is where your distractions go crazy because your phone is your biggest distractor and being on your phone when you're working you lose an unbelievable amount of concentration and an unbelievable amount of just energy that isn't going into the right thing so that's number four and number five final tip is to use the pomodoro technique which is 25 minutes on five minutes off and those 25 minutes where you're on you do nothing but that task that you've set for yourself if you have something that pops into your head you write it down on a notepad 
like oh pick up dry cleaning oh feed the dog (laughs) whatever you don't do it you do your 25 minutes and your five minutes off is not on your phone let's go you can go to the toilet you can drink your water (laughs) i mean you can do either of those but like (laughs) you then maybe do some star jumps you can look out the window i don't know go for a walk whatever you have to do you do 25 minutes on five minutes off and when you do that four times or so you get a like I think it's around half an hour break or an hour break or whatever you whatever works for you and as the longer you do this for the longer you can have your 25 minutes well you can make your 25 minutes longer and you can have it maybe being 45 minutes on and then 10 minutes off or whatever works for you kind of everyone has their own learning curve and being able to get into that concentration mode and you can do this at where if you're at a job and you have an office job and you just let people know that you are in your 25 minutes on by let's say you're wearing over the ear headphones or your door is closed or you just look really concentrated no one's going to disturb you but it has to be 25 minutes of full-on dedicated attention nothing will it's like this is your life mission to do these 25 minutes with as much concentration as possible and you do nothing but that and when you take your breaks as well it's just it works it's amazing try it with anything you're doing you do 25 minutes on five minutes off and it just works wonders for your procrastination especially if your five minutes off is not going on your phone so those are your five tips to be less procrastinationy, <laughs> to not have any procrastination in your life anymore so and as I'm saying this, you will probably face some procrastination, but if you remember these tools, you'll realize that it's probably one of these things that is making you procrastinate. So number one, stop lying to yourself. Just admit it so you can move on and figure out the next steps. Number two is to make your goals bite-sized. If your goals are too overwhelming, you're not going to want to do them and you're going to find anything you can do to not do it in the end number three is to find your why if you can find the reason why you're even doing it and if you don't feel motivated and you don't have a why find your why because if even if you don't think you have one if you dig a bit deeper you probably have one somewhere and it will get you out of bed in the morning number four is to remove distractions this could be even your like ipad or just a distracting person you can just go right okay i need to not do this at the moment so like let's leave that person (laughs) and then just go in to a separate room and just remove all distractions and then number five is pomodoro technique if you want any more information on this i can do a whole episode on it and if you want there's loads and loads of information on it online and on youtube and things so that is what i've got for you today for the five ways to stop procrastinating And if you would love to, I would really, really appreciate if any of you could interact with the podcast in any way by giving it a rating or review or following on the at Power Positivity Instagram and TikTok. But before I end, I just want you to thank yourself for listening to an episode like this because it's doing wonders for your mental health, it's doing wonders for your mental strength and you are genuinely doing so much for yourself that so many people aren't doing and you need to just take a moment to say thank you to yourself for listening, for learning and for growing as much as you are because you're doing amazing and you need to just remember that because I know you probably aren't and you need to go wow I'm doing I've come so far and I'm still going even further every step at a time so thank you very much for listening and I will see you again with another episode very soon